Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Israel. Israel is God's prophetic timepiece. In other words, if you want to know the future, if you want to know what's coming, the first thing we look at is Israel and what the Bible says about Israel. And today we're going to do just that. Before I get started, I just was impressed. I think I need to say this. All you folks out there, all you brothers and sisters that are prophecy students, I just want to say I love you. And I need this broadcast. I don't know if you do, but I need it because it keeps me sane. If I didn't have this little camera to talk to up here, if I didn't know some people out there listening to me, it would absolutely drive me nuts. I would still be doing all of this research. I would still be because... That's who I am. That's what I do. That's what I'm called to do. And I know a lot of you watching, that's what you're called to do too. A lot of you, probably most, maybe even all of you, God has called you to be a watchman. And just like you're drawn to this stuff, I'm drawn to this stuff. I mean, it's like a miller to the flame, okay? (laughs) We love Bible prophecy. We love the Lord Jesus. And all we're trying to do is to tell people, yes, we're in the last days. Yes, Jesus is coming, and yes, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad things that are about to hit the world because so many people, in their pride, thinking they don't need Jesus, they don't need God, and they haven't accepted him, and so Jesus is about to slap them, and is about to get them thinking. And I don't know about you, but uh, a lot of people found Jesus at a particular low moment mentally, emotionally, financially, and that's what Jesus is about to provide. Only this time, it's to the whole world because he's got a lot of souls he's got to save, so sad to say, there's got to be a lot of slapping going on, and he's about to do some slapping. Now, uh, let me jump to another topic. I think this might be the last time I say this, uh, so we didn't reach our goal uh, so if, if you forgot to support us, if you'd like to help us, now would be a really good time. I also want to say thank you for the emails. I cannot tell you how many times I go to my emails because nothing seems to be out there. And your emails send me the information to make a lot of the programs. So thank you, thank you, thank you. When you see something, as a matter of fact, this whole thing about the moons, I've got a few emails on it, but I really need to ask you to do some good, serious research on that. Go back on that program where Vicky was talking about the moons, and hopefully somebody can find out what that's really talking about, because the whole moon thing, the astronomy thing, I'm not that big into. Anyway, let's go on. Also, if you've not already, please subscribe to the channel, and also we're asking you to join Prophecy Club, $9.90 a month to actually join it. You do that by just clicking that little uh, QR code down there. Okay, all right. Now, I'm not going to cover, we've covered this many times, so I'm not going to cover this in detail. got a couple of things, but it's a refresher because the other things that I'm about to get to tie to this. Okay, so just real quick. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. I think that at the conclusion of this war that is going on right now in Gaza, That, I think, is what the prophecies say. I think that's what they're saying, is that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. 
And they'll do so because America, specifically the Biden organization, is twisting their arm. The Palestinian state will be given by Israel, but it'll be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Oil will be discovered, makes the Jews willing to fight for the land, and gives them the money to build their military. Then Israel and America will go against most of the Arab world. Now, that's important with the other things that we're about to talk about. Let me give you another refresher. Then Omar ushers in Palestinian state is a headline Leslie saw. It was confirmed to me. All of these confirmed to me. And then catastrophe hits America. We don't know if that catastrophe is an earthquake, probably, or if it is a bunch of suitcase nukes, possibly. One of America's greatest times of need, Israel refuses to help America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. That's when we get involved. And then God says, okay, we're feeling going to really support Israel and take you out. And that's when the internal revolution starts. Probably, probably, I said probably, not for sure. Probably these things that we've been watching for, in this case, 2020 or 2006, and then this one back in 2002, probably these things and possibly even the internal revolution right here, possibly those things will happen this year. Now, did I say they will? No, don't say. I do not know for sure. But it appears, and I think you've been watching a while, you're going to agree, you're going to say it appears that there's a high probability that they will start this year. All right, now on to the next one. I'm not going to read all this, but the one in the middle I want you to notice is Israel and the Palestinian two-state solution is reached. Second thing is a major earthquake hits the middle of the U.S., and that's what Shane Warren was told. So we got two or three people. Matter of fact, we got a lot of these prophecies backing these up. This, there is no question these are of God. Now let me, let me go on to a couple of things, and then we'll get to the point. Okay, I've covered this recently, but this is so important. Let me refresh you. Zechariah 12.2 says that there will always be an Israel. There won't always be an America. America does not have a lifetime guarantee. Israel does have an everlasting covenant. America does not. Here's the everlasting covenant or part of it. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all the people, and all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Though all the people of the earth, that's Armageddon, be gathered together against Israel, they will not win. God, Jesus is going to return and cut them into powder. Then America falls. God forgives and blesses Israel, but does not forgive America. We're supposed to be the light on the shining hill, taking the gospel to the world, and we have failed to do that. So he says, I will punish the king of Babylon. I will bring Israel again to its habitation. We're back to Israel. Uh, Ezekiel 39, about the last verse says, I will leave none of them there. In other words, every Jew on the planet will return to Israel for Armageddon. That's part of it. In those days of that time, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Israel, and there shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. It's not that they all accept Jesus. It's that, that they have served their sentence. They have been beat up and killed enough over the 2,000 years where God just says, enough. And he forgives them. Simple as that. Now, one more thing, and then we're going to get to the point. Vicky Parnell was shown the words, so goes Israel, 
so goes America. Right now, Israel is begging for America to send bullets. They need all kinds of armaments, and America's not sending it. So we're not protecting Israel, so God is not going to be protecting America. Now, on to the point. The next several things I'm going to cover come from Demetri Dudeman. All of this has to do with Israel. So the angel that came to him said, I bless this country because of the Jews that are here, talking about America. I have 7 million Jews here. They haven't tasted war persecution. And God blessed them more than anyone else. And instead of thanking God, they started sinning and doing wickedly. Their sins have reached the Holy One, and God will punish him with fire. Israel doesn't recognize the Messiah because they place their power on their trust in the power of the Jews in America. But when God will hit America, all the nations will be terrified. Yeah, I mean, try to imagine, let's say, 100, 150 nuclear bombs take out the top 100, 150 cities in America. Yeah, all the world would be terrified. Just one going off, they would be terrified. But over 100 taking out the top 100 cities, I do not know that that's what's going to happen, but it's probably going to be on that order. Anyway, goes on to say, God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll defeat the Russians, back them to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. All the nations with the Russians as their leader, that's Ezekiel 38 and 39, go against Israel. It's not that they want to, God makes them. Israel doesn't have the help of the Jews in America, so they cry for Messiah. Jesus returns in the clouds, defeats the armies of the earth. Now, let me get to some specific things that Demetri was told about Israel. November 22, 1995, this is what I wanted to get to. It was as if I was in Israel. A tall man came to me, that would be the, one of the angels that come to him, took me by the hand and said, come, let me show you the holy city. When we reached the holy city, which I think he's talking about Jerusalem here, all of it was covered in black netting from top to bottom. On, the, on top, at its peak, the city had a black flag. After seeing these things, I asked the man what, what, that was with me, what does this mean? Look up, and you will see the meaning, he said. When I looked up, I saw a black emblem on which there was gold writing that said, Israel, you dishonor me and you mock me. You trust in the powers of men. Because you will not return to me, I have this against you. I will punish you with great fury. This is also, by the way, by the way, as we're reading through this, what Dimitri was told, I want you to notice the way it's worded. I want you to notice the spirit in it. Because I get these emails and these people say, Oh, do you think this is of God? And I, I, I can only watch it as fast as I can take my mouse up to click delete. There is so much garbage that I'm sorry to say. Matter of fact, this is what Leslie was told a couple of Sundays ago too. There's so much garbage that internet surfers, meaning you, okay, are watching and you're getting off track. You're getting all kinds of error and that sticks to your spirit, okay? So, what I want you to notice here is this is the way God really sounds. This is the spirit uh, and how he speaks. So when you run across this other stuff, matter of fact, if you were to ask me, I'd say, don't scan the internet for this stuff. Not too much of it anyway. Be very, very careful. Uh, and don't believe it unless you've sent it to me and I approve it because there's so much garbage out there. And just because they got 500,000 subscribers, not only does not necessarily mean that they're not hearing from God, 
it probably means they're not hearing from God because the true prophets are boiled in oil, cut in half, crucified upside down. They're not accepted by the people. So when you get one that's well accepted, you should be concerned. Let's go on. Israel, you dishonor me and you mock me. You see, a real prophetic voice is a voice of correction. It is what you've done wrong, and that's what he's saying here. You dishonor me and mock me. You trust in the powers of men because you will not return to me. I have this against you, and I will punish you with a great fury. This is also to purify some who want to call on me with a clean heart. The shame and the blasphemy that are ca- have caused has reached heaven. Straight out of Revelation 18. And after I read these things, the man standing beside me said, Let us leave this place, or we'll be caught in the wrath. It seemed I was suddenly on an American plane, which was about to land with me in California. When I was about to disembark, I heard sirens, which howled loudly, and a great sound of many plane engines was heard. The man with me said, Punishment draws closer. Look closely and read. When I looked up, I saw a written scroll appear before my eyes. The writing was Romanian, and it said, American people. Okay, so you want to know what God says to America? This is it, okay? American people, those of you who have dishonored me and mocked me, you who have brought hatred and blasphemy against my name throughout the world, for these things, my vengeance draws closer. As for my children, those who have worshipped me with all their hearts, I will fight before them. I will give them the victory and the safety. I will separate those who have worshipped me from those who have not. As I separated Goshen and Egypt. And in Egypt, it was black. And in Goshen, they still had light. In Egypt, their cattle died. And in Goshen, their cattle weren't affected. I tried to read it one more time, but I could not. The writing gathered into the scroll. The noise of the engines grew even louder. The man beside me turned to me and said, These are planes loaded with atom bombs, and no one and nothing will be able to stop them. Then suddenly a great number of black planes lifted off the ground like a flock of birds. I knew the planes were American, but I had no knowledge of the purpose or what they were supposed to do. Then the written scroll was thrown before me, and I stepped closer to pick it up, but when I drew near, I saw it burned with blue flame. The flame began to climb out of the sky. As we were looking at the flame, I heard a voice coming from it saying, My word is righteous. I am the Christ who has brought this news to you. Do not be quiet. Tell the American people all that I've told you and all that I've revealed to you ahead of time. For the destruction which is coming over them, I did not allow to come unannounced. The punishment is even at the door. Now, keep in mind, this was, what, what, what see, how long ago was it? Uh, let's see, 1995. It was at the door then. Well, it's even more at the door today. The man beside me spoke again. Look up. When I looked, I could not see the sky because there were so many planes. Then the man said to me, Thank the Lord for what he has shown you. Then I began to pray and thank God. While I was praying, I heard a prophecy for myself. By the way, Demetrius gone to be with the Lord back in 1997. Okay, so it wasn't for him. It's for me and you. This is for me and you. If we can hear this, get ready and sanctify yourself, you and yours, that you and yours may not take part in the trials that are ahead. This is why I've shown you these things, 
I have shown you what has come, because in a short while, all that you have seen is at the door, because the sin and wickedness have reached the throne of God's mercy. Then there was great lightning and thunder, and I fell to the ground and awakened from my sleep. Now let's go to the next one. Still talking about Israel. November 7, 1993. On the 6th of November, I had a dream. And as usual, I prayed, if this dream is of you, Lord, let me dream it one more time. Then on the night of the 7th, God gave me the same dream again. In my dream, I heard a great commotion. And as I looked, I saw a black cloud coming. Didn't we just have several prophecies talk about a big storm coming? Confirmation, okay? A black cloud coming. From this great darkness, we also just talked about three days of darkness. From this darkness, a man was riding on the back of a dragon. The man was Lucifer. He was yelling as loud as he could, saying, We are coming to make war against the holy. Remember, that's straight out of Revelation 18. It was given him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Oh, let's go on. We are coming to make war against the holy. We come to be victorious over the holy. We will beat the holy. Victory is ours. Okay, so that's what the devil plans to do, but it don't work out. Watch. Then I saw men, women, and children yelling, terrified, and running. I saw others whom I knew were Christians getting on their knees praying, Lord, save us. Lord, give us the victory. Send your glory. Save our lives, Lord. Don't let us down. This is our last battle when the devil wants to defeat us. As everyone was kneeling and praying, suddenly I heard the devil yelling, Grab him! I then released, or then, I read, <laughs> then I realized he was referring to me. I tried to run, but I couldn't because my feet hurt. So I just started walking. But from behind, I heard the voice which continued to yell, Grab him! Grab him! Let us tie him in chains! Because he has caused me so much destruction. Now, let me pause a second. Have you caused the devil destruction? If you have not caused the devil destruction, then I think you are not doing your job. If you are serving the Lord, trying to win souls, then that means you're doing everything you can to destroy his kingdom. When I thought that he would grab me, all of the people of God, although scared, began to cry out, Jesus, Jesus. Suddenly I saw the black cloud disappear. Then the two men dressed in shiny clothes appeared, and they were gigantic size, because I remember I could not see their heads too well. They spoke with thundering voices. Do not fear. Christ is the victor. Each of them had a book in his hands. The books, each about the size of a table, were covered with gold thread. Then the two men put the books down on a great table and spoke to me, saying, Open and read. I opened the first book, was told, This is the book of life. The man on my left said, Whoever finds his name in this book will be saved. He then said, Open the second book. The words, Book of the Gentiles, was scrawled on it. I opened it and began to turn page after page, upon which I saw all kinds of different names written. When I reached the end of the book, I found that there were one and three-quarter pages left, blank, unwritten. Then one of the two men said, When the total number of Gentiles is completing, completed, the writing in this book will be finished. At that time, what I have shown you will happen. Did you catch that? So when all of the Gentiles are saved, what it's about to say, then his attention goes to the Jews. Remember the Bible says Jerusalem will be trodden down the Gentiles, 
until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. This is talking about the Gentiles being fulfilled, and it ties together with Israel, which is why we're reading it. At that time, what I have shown you will happen. It is then that the beast will try to do battle against the holy. Remember what I tell you. Be prepared. Live a holy life. And do not think you have much time to live on this earth. Jesus is returning. Then I began to hear choirs singing. Jesus is returning. Jesus is returning. Be prepared and be holy. Be ready for the victory shall be his. When I looked, there was a choir of angels. Their voice echoed stronger and stronger. Jesus is returning. While they were singing, the table with the books was lifted up and the two men spoke. One of us is the angel of the Gentiles, and one of us is the angel of the people of Israel. Do not be afraid. Seek the Lord now. Time is very short, and as you saw the armies of Satan advancing, this is how it will happen. Then the two men were lifted. I looked around to see what was happening. Everyone was crying, but there, there were tears of joy. Victory was ours. Then another choir of angels appeared, which began to sing. Jesus the Savior wants to save the people, but not those who have blasphemed and cursed him. Only those that have lived a clean life, now now listen to this, and have fought for Jesus without holding on to his life, forgiving it all, but giving it all to Christ. Meaning, do we have to die for Christ to get his protection? No, but I do think we have to be willing to. Now, whether we die for Christ or not, that's his choice. But it's our choice to decide whether we're willing to. The angels once again began to sink with all sorts of instruments. They sang so beautifully. While the choir of angels sang, a garden of indescribable beauty appeared. It was very big, and in it were all kinds of flowers which gave off a lovely fragrance. The smell of the flowers was so strong it almost made me dizzy. At every corner of the garden there was an angel with a fiery sword which swung around. I tried to go in and see what was in the garden, but when I got there, I was stopped and told no one, no foot of earthly man is allowed to enter here. Only the holy will enter here. It is not your time to enter now. When you are called, that is when you will be allowed to enter. Now go back. The angel spun the sword around and this frightened me. Then entered the choir of angels the size of children appeared. While holding, while holding hands, they began to sing. Jesus is returning. Wake up, people. Be holy. For your salvation is Jesus. He is victorious. Their voices, their song, echoed in glorious splendor. And while they continued to sing, I heard a loud noise. Everything disappeared, and I awoke. Now let's go on to another one about Israel. 1996, Tiberius Israel, Demetri Dudeman. After eight days of traveling through Israel, I asked myself, why did I come here? All I see is a land and a people that are wicked. Why did I come here? After, the, after, the, after I thought about this, I, fell, I prayed and fell asleep. In the dream, the five of us, myself, my two grandsons, and the couple we were staying with in Israel, were on the Sea of Galilee in Israel. We were looking around. I noticed how nice and warm it was, a good place for a vacation. All at once... I heard a voice from my left side. It said, You didn't come to see this. Look at me. I looked and I saw a man in white shiny clothing. He was crying with tears running down his cheeks. Who are you? And why did you cry? Or why do you cry? He asked. 
I'm Jesus Christ, and I'm looking over my blood relatives and my people for whom I gave my life. Their sins have put a wall between God and themselves. God has decided to bring back all the scattered people from the nations. Did you catch that? God has decided to bring back all of the scattered people. That would be the Jews, every one of them, every one of them. Mass return of Jews and I believe also Christians. I can show Jeremiah 50 verse Jeremiah 50 verse no Jeremiah 51 verse 50 I believe it is. <clears throat> God has decided to bring back all the scattered people from the nations. Instead of thanking them for watching over them, giving them safe passage, they have become even more wicked than they were in the nations they left. I'm crying because of the tribulation that is to overcome them. They say they keep the Sabbath, but they don't. They say they keep my laws, but they do not. All the nations of the world have their eyes on this place, thinking this place is holy. They come to seek holiness and see an example in this place. This place is not holy, but has become defiled. Because of this, God has decided to take peace from this country. Israel is at war even as we speak. They do not trust in the peace God provides, but seek to make their own peace. God can no longer stand their sins. Because of their wickedness, look and see how punishment will come upon Israel. Then I saw a cloud of airplanes in formation from the left, Golan Heights, and a large army coming from the corner, Yarmouk River Valley, with every kind of weapon. They had horses, carriages, cars, tanks, soldiers on foot. I began to hear screaming from the right and asked, Can you stop this? Jesus said, Until they pass through hard times, they will not recognize me as God and will not call upon me for help, he answered. You will be sad and sorrowful when you leave this place, Jesus said. But after a time, your heart will be full of joy. I think he's talking about, then you'd be with me. Tell those who love me, that I first loved them. They will be saved. I am the Eternal One. I do not change. Everything that I've told you will come to pass. You will go in peace, Jesus said. Then there was a cloud, a loud roar of thunder, and we were looking for a place to hide because we thought that the war had started. A lightning bolt came down in front of us, but Jesus said, Do not be afraid. You will leave this place in peace. Tell the people what you have seen. Now, when they were visiting Galilee, I pointed in the direction where the airplanes in the army came from. The people we were staying with identified these places as the Yarmouk River Valley. Now, a couple of things else, then we'll close. John Paul Jackson saw these two headlines. What other secret weapon does Israel have? Has Israel played all its cards? And Israel says if missiles hit Jerusalem... Mecca will be hit within minutes. So we're about to see, I think the conclusion of this Gaza war will be with giving the Palestinians a state. Then oil will be discovered, oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land, it gives them the money to build their military. One more thing. Pastor Massey, this is July 2017, the date's very important with what he's about to say. This is earth-shaking. He says, war in Israel. Now, he called me. He didn't know anything about, you know, our vision to find oil in it. He didn't know anything, okay? This is when we first met him. He called. He said, the Lord spoke to me last night. He said, here's what I was shown. War in Israel will come soon. 
This is 2017, and it came in 2023. It's five years. That's soon for God. And Israel will get back their land. Okay. Now, this is not that war. This is the war where they're giving the Palestinians a state. Israel knows it has more oil than Saudi Arabia, but it has not been drilled. It has not been discovered yet. But this news has just not been released to the public yet. The Lord is going to give the wealth of the wicked of Saudi Arabia to Israel. He says, oil is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. God is going to punish the Arabs for their crimes against Israel and Christians. And he's going to cause the oil to flow underground to Israel. That was given to 2 of 17. Now, he did not know of our vision to find oil in Israel. Specifically, one of the locations that we want to look at is southwest end of the Dead Sea. He did not know that Hayseed Stevens believed that once Israel started pumping oil from the deep wells in Israel, that that would dry the wells of the Arabs. He also did not know that this verse, Hayseed believed, said the oil would be turned to Israel. I will turn unto you, and you shall be tilled and sown. So we have lots and lots of very, very important information, lots of very big confirmations. So I suggest you go to prophecyclubgold.com. Get yourself some gold and silver. I suggest you go to empshield.com. Get you one of these. Put on your car, one for your house. So when the suitcase nukes go off, your car still starts. It doesn't fry the computer chips in your house. And also I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com and get yourself some wheat, which is God's famine food. josephskitchen.com I recommend if you want to have your wealth not lost, if you've got it in an IRA, if you've got it in a 401k, if you've got it in a bank, if your wealth is in paper, as Lindsay Williams said, it's worth the paper it's written on. In other words, it's about to be worthless. So I'll send you to prophecyclubgold.com. You can also reach them. Call 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653. Four six five three. They'll give you some ideas on what to do. That is their job to help you not lose your wealth. I also recommend you go to josephkitchen.com. Get yourself a machine package. That's the wherewithal to grind the wheat berries into flour. Put those into a bread machine with five other ingredients. Push about two hours or forty minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. I've had many people email me. They absolutely love the bread. They love the whole idea. And see, because it's long-term storage food. And as in the days of Pharaoh, what fed the world for seven years? It was wheat. I believe wheat is God's food for famines, for God's famine food. It is, there is no perfect one food a person could eat for their whole lifetime and be totally healthy. But in my opinion, bread may come the closest. I mean, why does God call us the wheat? <laughs> wheat and the tares, okay. I think it's because the primary thing we're supposed to be eating is wheat. So go there, and then after you get the machine package, that's all of the mechanical things to make the bread, then you decide how much food you want. By the way, most of your long-term storage food, you're talking nine or $10,000 to feed one person for one year. Did you get that? Nine to $10,000, one person one year. Joseph Kitchen can show you how to do it for about $1,000 per person. 
We're not talking about half price. We're not talking about 80% less. We're talking about like 90% less than what the other people can tell you that they can get you long-term storage for. I do not know of anybody that can beat that. This is an actual loaf of bread that I actually made. I, I eat bread. I mean, it's, it's, I also have to say that uh, it's brought my cholesterol down. It's brought, brought my blood pressure down. And that I don't get hungry as often. I typically will have a slice for breakfast and a slice for lunch and then a normal meal for whatever. And I've lost uh, what oh, 30 pounds over the last year. And in my opinion, I think the primary thing is that did it was, of course, watching what I eat and, you know, all the other things, but bread. So I eat bread as the primary source. And it's also, it'll reduce your food budget, too. Anyway, go check it out. So what is an EMP Shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com, and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So, not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is prophecy.